it's episode 7 of the Amafra Field Crop Update on Thursday, May 12th. Here's what's making news this week in our four-minute crop drill. Corn planting progress varies across the province, regions with those heavy clay soils. So areas like Essex County and the Niagara region have made little progress because of unfit conditions. But throughout much of the province... Man, conditions really were favorable this last week, and we are estimating that between 60 to 80 percent of the intended acres have been planted. And probably as I speak, we are getting closer to 85 percent of the province with corn in the ground. Now, cool temperatures, especially at night, have kept soil temperatures low, and that slowed corn germination. And a lot of the crop is not up even after two weeks. Corn that was planted between April 18th and April 20th of this year. It's just beginning to pop out of the ground. So although planting conditions have been really nice in terms of soil conditions, uh, we could use some more heat to get things moving along a little bit quicker. Moving on to cereals, the winter wheat crop continues to look really good. Disease levels generally remain low, although agronomists and crop scouts are finding diseases like powdery mildew and septoria. If these diseases are moving up the stem and leaf tissue, fungicide application should be considered as a tool to manage those diseases. Fungicides applied at this time, so around flag leaf stage, they will do nothing for diseases like fusarium head blight. If that disease is of a concern to you, and it should be, applications should always be targeted around heading. Crop staging of the wheat crop ranges anywhere from first node to flag leaf stage. And surprisingly, there's very few annual weeds being reported in the winter wheat crop, likely because of cooler conditions. In a lot of fields, you know, the typical weeds like common ragweed began to emerge last week and has really progressed to about the two leaf stage this week. Historically, the yield benefit from controlling annual weeds in winter wheat has been fairly modest. The benefits to using herbicides in winter wheat have largely been uh, for improved harvesting efficiency and a cleaner grain sample. So as that wheat crop gets to the flag leaf stage, you're going to have to be concerned about the risk of herbicide injury because it does increase as we approach flag leaf stage. So if you're in a scenario where your wheat crop is at the first node stage, Now you're starting to see some annual weeds. It's not a bad window to be in. Herbicide applications add value at that stage. If you find your wheat crop at the flag leaf stage and now you're just seeing some annual weeds coming up, that's where it might be a better call to uh, lay off the herbicide application and wait to a pre-harvest application to clean up weeds, improve harvesting efficiency from that perspective. On the nutrient deficiency front, a lot of fields showing sulfur deficiency symptoms. It's not as obvious on those warmer days, but on cooler days, you see that patchy yellowing areas uh, that are very evident. Sulfur deficiency can look a lot like nitrogen deficiency, and it first appears on the eroded, sandier knolls of your fields. If you're concerned about this as a nutrient deficiency problem, conduct a tissue test. Take uh, some leaf tissue, send it to a lab, see where the sulfur levels are at, or you can do a quick and dirty test, which is take a hand spray bottle, mix up some water and some Epsom salts. Remember that Epsom salts contain magnesium sulfate. You can pick that up at your local pharmacy. It's pretty cost effective. Flag an area that looks uh, yellowish that's appearing to have sulfur deficiency symptoms. Spray that cocktail onto the leaf uh, tissue. Wait three or four days and if it greens up that's a good chance it's sulfur deficiency and you should look at 
correcting that deficiency. Onto the soybean crop, many producers have not started planting soybeans yet, although uh, it will get humming along quickly uh, very soon. Provincially, we estimate that the about 5 to 10 percent of the intended soybean acres have been planted, although there are some areas that are up to 25 percent done, probably more like 30 percent done as I speak today on Thursday afternoon. Soybeans should be planted into moisture, but at the, this time of year, the planting depth should be kept relatively shallow, and by relatively shallow, we're talking an inch to one and a half inches deep. Also keep in mind that seed vigor can be impacted if planting is followed by a cold, cold rain event within the first 12 to 48 hours after planting. The seed's vulnerable when it first takes on moisture, and if that first few hours of moisture uptake is very cold water, you can see reduced seedling emergence and vigor. So bottom line, if the ground is fit and the two-day forecast looks decent in terms of temperatures, then don't delay planting because planting date studies have shown that early planted beans usually yield more than later planting beans. Lastly, we'll wrap things up with a forage report. Uh, reports of winter kill on the forage stands remains low and are not expected to rise. Uh, so the uh, coming out of the winter, which is a milder winter, the forage crop looks good. The real story around the forage crop has been, it's been cool. And that crop hasn't grown and progressed, maybe as it has in past years. So that first cut of uh, haylage or dry hay is probably going to be delayed. Uh, get out there and assess uh, as the weather uh, warms up to see if there's any uh, winter kill in problem areas. So that is your two-minute crop drill, which turned into four or six-minute crop drill. Anyway, it's Thursday, May 12th. Thanks for listening. On behalf of the whole field crop team, please work smart, work safe. And uh, we'll catch you next week.